Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and on this episode, we are talking about birthdays, Valentine's Day, and following your heart. Before we begin, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. You can check out a free demo of their new 4.0 version of the curriculum over on their website, teachingtextbooks.com. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, well, we need to get started because it's uh, 9 o'clock at night, and sometimes these these feel later than when than other times i just tired right for some reason i know it. i don't know what it is maybe it's just the snow and the coldness i don't know it just feels like a good night to be snuggled up and and maybe not doing a podcast at this moment um but it's been a busy week here tomorrow uh we'll talk about some of the busyness but tomorrow we start up our co-op again our homeschool co-op and i'm the gym teacher so i've already got my game set aside i'm trying to think of some new games so i got some new games by the way, if you ever have a great gym game for your co-op that your kids just love, um, that's not you know your standard relay or uh, dodgeball. The kids like to play dodgeball, um, but I I try to have at least something new every time we get together. Um, but uh, it's always a lot of fun, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, but this is also birthday month here at the Wilson House. Uh, Renly had her birthday um, uh, last. Sunday? Sunday night, yeah. Sunday so night, and what did you guys do? I mean, I know she, what you did. Oh, yeah, yeah. she's four, so we uh, we went to Build-A-Bear, which is still going, apparently going strong. I mean, there was probably 20 people in line before us, and wow. uh, yeah, they have some deals with Disney, so they have their baby Yoda the child uh, stuffed animal that you can get, and you know, and Ray, and all and the other And for those ones, who care, that's Grogu. That's right. I try to never say that name but uh no i'm just kidding but yeah so grogu and uh but they call it the child uh but yeah it was still hopping and she loved it and it was super fun and it was actually relatively reasonable i mean you can get the cheaper ones were only like 13 or 14 bucks so i mean it's not that that uh-huh. expensive for a stuffed animal so uh it was pretty fun and she liked that so it is really shocking to me i mean even when we went when you were a kid I thought this thing's never gonna make it. I know. <laughs> There's no way you can just keep making teddy bears. Well, I was shocked. They had the same outfit that I got for my dog or whatever it was, and I, I mean, I had that yeah, was almost 20 years ago, and they still have the exact same outfit in there. But uh, so no, they did a great job, and she loved it. And then we had just family gathering that evening, and uh, it was the night of the Super Bowl, so uh, you know that was kind of a bummer for a couple of the uh, <laughs> a couple of the family members, but. Uh, so yeah, it was fun. They lived through it. Yeah. Well, and now we've got Catherine's birthday is tomorrow on Wednesday. And then Sam's is in about a week, I think. And then there's Maggie's right after that. And Abe's right uh, after so that. So this is the fast and furious uh, month. We've got, it feels like the decorations re- barely even come down. <laughs> Pretty um, much. Yeah. So it's even though I, now don't tell Catherine's husband, Josh, this, but you know, it's kind of like when you get married, you're supposed to take it from there. Uh, I think he's uh, kind of like looking at us like, so do you have something good planned for her birthday? Because she's expecting a lot. So I don't know. Maybe we should know. tell him to listen to this then. I don't know. He's got until yeah. tomorrow, though, to figure it out. So, but, uh, and yeah, we got something I'm, else. Yeah. 
Well, they also have it hard because his anniversary is in a few days too. So, oh, that's true. Yeah, they, uh, they. So they got a double whammy. Where yes, and she clearly said, if we get married around this time, you cannot double up. It has to be birthday and anniversary. I heard. So apparently, uh, you know, he has to do something for both. So that's gonna either be that tough. or he's gonna double up the disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Two times uh, yeah. the chance. <laughs> it is kind of cool though when. Uh, uh once you be like once you're the dad your kids remember you better than anybody else so i can remember debbie saying you know my dad just cared so much about me when i was sick and he would call me pumpkin (laughs) and uh, so i always ended up being a loser when my wife was sick so but now i try to call her pumpkin and things like that but it's kind of nice because Catherine thinks i was awesome and she's gonna think josh is dirt (laughs) well it's probably not too far off no that's okay that's okay uh and then we got valentine's day uh this uh uh sunday night and ben you know i hope this is not listening but are you ready for that if you mean a gift or something then no uh if you mean it doesn't have to be just a gift it could just be or something it could be something well we've got like a whole weekend now thing i mean thursday night we're going doing it's called a quote unquote progressive dinner, which means we're going to go out. We're going to go out with our marriage group that we meet with every week. We're going to go to like a place for appetizers and then we're going to a place for dinner and then we're going to a place for dessert. So that'll kind of be a big thing and, you know, uh, should be pretty fun. And then we're going to a Valentine's Day banquet that dad is speaking at on Saturday night. Yeah, I didn't realize all you guys are going to be there. Apparently, we'll probably be the only people there. So, uh, but no, and then we're doing that Saturday night at a church. And then uh, I don't know what we'll do Sunday since we just, you know, did stuff the other two nights. So it'll probably just be more chill at home at that point. Maybe something like yeah, a nice dinner I, or uh, something. I, I, a dad just sent me a, a meme that he did himself. Because he's kind of, kind of this, you know, this kind of stunned look on his face, and the meme basically says, "The look on your face when your wife gives you a Valentine's gift when you said you weren't going to do a, each other a Valentine's yeah. gift." <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is at your own peril. <laughs> so I don't know. I've right. got to get some. It's hard on a weekend though because then I can't like, you know, like if it's on a weekday, I can you know get flowers or something during the day. But on a weekend, I don't know what I'll what I'll do there. So. Yep. Excuses are easier on the weekend. Uh, so <laughs> yes, Ben used to do that for me. Sorry, Dad. I didn't. I didn't have time for Christmas. <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, it's, it's coming true. every year, right? <laughs> well, no. Uh, but I was asking today over on Facebook um, for some ideas because I told uh, your mom and told my wife that I was going to take care of Valentine's Day. Um, that I'm going to do it. So, uh, but I needed something fresh because. You know, we'll eat at our house for whoever's there. I don't know who's all going to be there. Um, And there's always, we don't do tons, but we do a little bit just to let our family know. And uh, Ben, there were some good ones over at Facebook. Uh, Could you read a couple maybe that we can help jog my creative thinking? We got to include one from Mia. She says, the kids and I make fun Valentine's Day treats and have a little tea party in the afternoon. When they were smaller, the kids made the dining room into a little pretend restaurant and served my husband and I dinner, complete with musical entertainment. Wow. Uh, yeah, I know. Another fun tradition we have kept at uh, is that I hand each a child a let's see, I hand each child a pile of colored sticky notes that have to write at least two kind things about each member of their family. My husband and I do it too, and then while they're sleeping, I tape the notes to everyone's bedroom door. 
know, so ours usually That's says, fun. I can't think of anything or whatever in our family, whenever we try to do that. But even though we've kind of kept all those hearts that we've um, uh, done over the years, I laminated them a year or two ago just so we could stick them up. And they say sweet little things that, um, you know, that little phrases of how I, how we say I love you here at the Wilson house. So mm-hmm. it's so we'll get those out, I'm sure. Um, have the kids do that. But, someone uh, someone else said, uh, Heidi said, special breakfast, cut things with a heart-shaped cookie cutter, leave a small box of candy with a card for each person, hang signs around the house. And so I think that's fun, simple. That's what I feel like that's kind of similar to what we would sometimes do. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people have a lot of food-related stuff. Uh, every year we put, this is from Tabitha. Every year we put everyone's name in a basket. Each person draws a name and gets a small gift for the person they got. The kids love shopping for us or their siblings. We also decorate and have a candlelight dinner as a family. Everyone has so much fun with it. And we used to do that a little bit, a couple times when we were younger, Uh uh, kind of the dress it all up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we have dressed up and made it real fancy. I like, uh, Emily's, she said this year's a paleo heart pop. And paleo heart pop tarts, roast beet berry salad, and a sweet savory crepe bar dinner. I'm sorry, I need more sugar in my. In my we usually do little Debbie snack cakes, you know, and and uh, pizza. So, um, but it's really it's kind of cool to see what everybody did. <coughs> but I think that you know, and I know uh, my mom. And dad, we always had something, you know, a little candy treat or something at Valentine's. But, you know, I love Valentine's Day only for the purpose of letting our kids know how much I love being their dad. Um, You know, and I know and I know for, um, you know, uh, some people that, you know, it's just commercial time, but it's still the whole world talks about it. So uh, I want to make a big deal about it. But I should say to all you wives listening your husbands are probably going to disappoint you, you know, like, uh, like I Josh with Kat. <laughs> <laughs> Who? I said, I probably will. I don't know. <laughs> but it does not mean your husband does not love you to death. And just because he doesn't post something on Facebook for all the world to read it, um, don't be disappointed. And I saw he loves you. someone mentioned uh, every day is Valentine's Day because we do things very love, you know, and that, I mean, that's theoretically, yes, you should show love to each <laughs> was other. Was that a every husband day. who wrote that? <laughs> no, I think it was, a, it was a mom, but well, unless the husband wrote through his, her account. But I mean, I don't think it's wrong to take a focus day because a lot of people, it, it doesn't actually happen that, that you don't take the time to be intentional every single day, even if you are doing loving acts every single day. So I think right, it's still right, important, right. but. So we'll see what we do, but hopefully it goes well for everyone out there. (laughs) Yep. I just want to take a quick minute to thank our sponsor, Teaching Textbooks. I'm excited to tell you about the new 4.0 version of Teaching Textbooks. This new update is the best version yet and includes a new interactive sketch mode so that your child can work out the problem right within the program. It also includes a ton of new animations, audio, grade dates, search features, and stickers. It still works on any device that has an internet browser, including computers, tablets, and smartphones. You can check out a free trial and demo over at teachingtextbooks.com. Well, hey, I was going to kind of let this kind of maybe turn us into um, uh, other heart-related issues. Uh, Maybe we just talk just for a few minutes about, you know, following your heart in homeschooling. Because uh, I had a a post 
the end of last week, I post our family man, uh, family man, our smiling homeschooler newsletter. And again, if you want to sign up for that, which you want to make sure you get it, you can uh, get it at uh, thesmilinghomeschooler.com. You can sign up for that. Um, but someone wrote um, and they said, you know, because I was basically saying that uh, you get to decide the things, again, that matter. And there are some things that you just say, does it really matter? Uh, in fact, I, I took it off of, um, I had was watching Saving Mr. Banks and, you know, uh, where... Uh, the Sherman Brothers, the guys who wrote the songs, they're kind of dealing with Mrs. If you're not aware yeah, of what Mary Poppins. They're dealing with Mrs. Travers, uh, who's very hard to please, and she's going down through the storyboards. You know, all the the little drawings of the costumes and Cherry Tree Lane where they lived, and all these things. And she got she's kind of critical over everything, and then she talks about how Mr. Banks uh, has mustaches. She calls it mustaches, and you know her Mr. Banks in her mind doesn't have a mustache. And and one of the brothers says, does it really matter? And she goes, pardon? He goes, does it really matter? And she goes, well, it matters to me. And he goes, I know, but does it really matter? And uh, she sends him out of the room, you know, like like a little school kid. Um, but I kind of thought about that for the last week or so of, you know, so often we do things and I and I want to say, does it really matter in homeschool? Does it really matter? matter you know does it really matter that your kids can or cannot write a poem and the answer is no it doesn't really matter you know does it really matter really for most of your kids if they cannot or can solve for x no it doesn't really matter um does it really matter that you smile at your kids yes that matters does it matter that you let your kids know how much you love them of course it matters um so you know i was kind of doing that kind of thing on the newsletter and someone said um uh she goes i get your point um uh, i know uh, let me write uh, she says i get your point don't know why i always feel like a contrarian on these but yes those things do matter we're educating for the future and yes and yes those things will matter a good education alongside those other things you mentioned is the whole point of homeschooling to give our uh, kids the best of both worlds unlike some other forms of education and then I wrote and, uh, you know, and I just said, uh, you know, I would say some of those things don't really matter. Um, and you need to do the things that do matter. And uh, I don't know why I was even reading this thing, because that's not what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that was the wrong stupid thing. Uh, now I got to go find it. it. Just talk about it for just ramble well, on I mean, for a few minutes. I right think then. for that, I mean, like the concept of like all that stuff is not that you won't ever teach any of that. And not that we're, you know, we're not actually saying never teach anything except saying I love your child. Like, obviously, they're going to have a hard time if you've never learned anything other than that they love you. But in the actual grand scheme of stuff. That's, I wish there's almost like a different way of like distinguishing between it because it's like, does it really matter means does it affect like solving for X is so minor compared to your child, you know, knowing God and having a good example, you know, in that or knowing that you love them and having good relationships with you and your family. Like it's not it is like it's like a, I don't know, like it's not a mathematical equation, but it's like a zero to a 20, you know, in terms of or I should say a one to a 20 in terms of what 
you know, the, the level of matter behind it, I think, right, I guess you'd right. say, but I don't know. And, and I think like moms and everyone, when they hear that, it's like, well, obviously I'm going to teach them the other stuff. And you're not saying don't teach them anything, but you're just saying like in the grand scheme, don't lose focus on what really, really matters. And really what I would say is that if it's making your kids cry and it's making you cry, then don't worry about it. Right. You know, uh, you know, because if, if you can't get it all in, which you, nobody can get it all in, uh, you know, I just keep thinking about how much stuff I put in my head through school, through college, and I never, ever, ever think about it again. Uh, but that's not what I was going to talk about, Ben. <laughs> I read the wrong one. Just a tangent. Uh, so I wrote this other post just uh, on Monday that says, there's a whole lot of smiling that can happen today. Listen to your heart, not your curriculum guide. See, that there's the heart part. That was my lead in to hearts, Valentine's Day. Um, not, not your curriculum guide. Um, and then uh, Melanie wrote and she said, um, let's see if I can find it. Uh, she wrote, if I listen to my heart, my child would play guitar and compose music all day. I don't know how to put the, uh, put that on a transcript so he can graduate homeschool. So she was basically saying, you know, well, if I listen to my heart, you know, he's just got, I'm just, my heart tells me, you know, just to let him play the guitar all day. Cause that's where he gets his pleasure. That's where he's going to use it in the future. But if I do that, you know, I'll not be able to put that on a transcript and he'll never graduate from high school and he'll never have a real whatever. And so I wrote her back and I said, here's my recommendation. Go with your heart. That's the truth and what is best. You know what your child's bent is. Homeschooling is for fanning those bents. Then try to fit in the requirements. If your state is free and open, which most of them are, then accept the freedom to homeschool according to your heart. If he or she has a change in plans along the way, they can fill in the gaps when they need to. For all of my children, we gave them lots of time to do what they were good at and where we thought their plan future plans lie. Uh, do they have gaps? Yes. But can they fill them in when they need to? Yes. And then I said just my thoughts. Um, but apparently lots of moms were encouraged by that. You know, and I guess I don't know what the big deal is, but so many of you moms, you second guess yourself. You don't go with what you know to be true. You know, and when I say, listen to your heart, that's, you know, that's the spirit of God in you. That's right. your head, that's your heart, that's your, you know, the bones, the inner, your inner being that says, well, I just think this is best. Well, if your heart tells you this is best, do what your heart says. Even if all the experts, all of them tell you otherwise, don't follow them. Do what your heart says. You know, and again, God's big enough to change your path. He can change your, you know, if that's not the right direction, you walk by faith. And God will make it clear. But, you know, for your kid who uh, likes to do one thing and they like to do it all the time and it brings them joy. Man, if I as a homeschooler, that's what I would fan. That's what I would let them do um, for Ben's brother, Sam. You know, he liked to draw and he liked to work on his computer and animation. So we just gave him lots and lots of time to do that for Catherine, who liked to sit with a, you know, uh, a whatever model's head sitting on her desk with hair on it she we let her play with it and style it and cut it you know ben read and he loved history and we let him do that ike liked to weld things and to build things and electronics and we let him do that abe liked to pound with nails and build things with wood so we let him do that do we do those other things we plug away at him 
Yes, but that's not where we spend the majority of our time. But the thing, I guess, that concerns, not concerns me, but that I want to encourage you is just to follow your heart. Um, again, I, I have lots of moms will say, you know, what do you think I should do with my kids, Todd? Do you think I should do this? And I'm like, I don't care. They're not my kids. I don't care what you do with your kids. And then they'll, they'll say things like, well, I really b believe that this is good. And then I'm like, then do that. And they'll say, yeah, but I don't know if it is. I'm like, well, just a few seconds ago, it sounded like you did believe it. So you should do that. And then they end up talking themselves out of that. Um, what do you think about that, Ben? No, I mean, I agree. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of times it is that that heart, but it is it is following or allowing God's gift to be used, you know, for your child. I mean, that, that's a super cool thing. I was thinking, like, what do you think, like, if, you know, the kid thinks his gift is something, whatever that may be. And obviously you want to you want to fan the dream and you know that it's probably never going to be anything. You know, let's say they're like. I'm going to be an NFL, you know, uh, you know, quarterback or whatever. And they're like, oh, so I want all I want to do is play, you know, football or whatever. Great. You know, that might be the case. What about if the parent's heart feels like I, this is not what they're going to be doing? I need to, you know, what do you think if, if you're, or do you think if you, the heart will always be, well, I know it's their passion, so I need to let them do it. You know, like, what do you think about, you know what I mean? Mm, Does that make sense? Yeah. Because sometimes yeah. I think it's like, you theoretically are like, well, I want to be encouraging, but my true heart is I know that this is not going to be what they're going to do for the rest of their life. So like, I also don't want to just like give unbridled, like, yes, you can play basketball for every waking hour of every moment, you know, of every day, but maybe just let them do that and let God, you know, deal with that at some point. I mean, uh, I don't know. Cause I was I mean, that's pretty that. good. I think that's a pretty good answer. And even, but even that, you know, the, you, you, when your heart says that, when you're like, I just know they're not going to do that. That doesn't, I don't think that necessarily means you have to ignore that other part and say, well, we're just going to, you're never going to be a basketball player, so quit right. liking it. Um, but on other things, you know, I, I see it usually playing out the other way, mm -hmm. you know, where a kid has a certain bent and parents want to make sure they cover all the bases so they don't, so they don't neglect the other things that they know they're never going to use, which I don't get. I don't get that part. And so even, you know, me and Melanie were both like, you know, uh, or Mia was just saying about like the transcript, the transcript. I don't, I think we let the transcript rule us. Um, we let the transcript script kind of dictate how we're going to educate our children for 12 years. I think it's easier the trans, you know, like Jesus said, you know, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. I think that's the way he said it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think, you know, the transcript was made for the homeschooler, not the homeschooler for the transcript. Um, the transcript is just a record of the things that you do. If you choose to use a transcript, some places don't care if you have a transcript. Right. Uh, and if, you can throw one together at the very end right. if you need to. That's what my mom uh, did. And they may not be auditing it. They're not like necessarily going to go through and say, oh, you need to show proof of work for every single one of these things. I mean, 
And then after that, once they graduate, if you can do it and if it isn't actually legally required to show every single aspect of it and you can fill it out as you see fit. I've, I mean, I've never heard of anyone in, in terms of like a business or something like that asking to see, I mean, may, I, you know, maybe college, but and then again, you can fill it out as you will. I mean, my, that's what my mom did. Again, we're in a state that doesn't have insanely strict guidelines on that. Um, but I mean, you can make stuff look however you want. I mean, you know, I'm doing phone interviews right now with, you know, dozens of candidates for a job at my work and people can make a, a, a you know, a job description or a, I mean, a, a resume look however they want with as little experience as they, you know, they could have 10, you know, 10 days of experience and they can make it sound good, you know, just because it's how you choose to <laughs> okay. list it. And if your kid right. only does guitar, you can probably come up with the thing that, you know, sounds good uh, if that's all you're wanting. And and I was thinking also like, it kind of was just making me think again of the whole like, especially with the kids getting older, it's so hard not to feel that pressure, I think, and kids feel it from their parents, but then also everyone else of you need to do one of the status things, you know, like you need to do one of the things that people will look at and go, oh, that guy succeeded or those parents succeeded or those kids succeeded, you know, and uh, my friend was talking the other day, he's like, Oh, they they have a three-year-old and they, and she was saying something like, um, you know, I don't know, like maybe she helped make someone, you know, something better. And, and, uh, the mom was like, Oh, maybe when you get bigger, you could be a nurse. And Jake's like, and my, and her dad was like, maybe when you get big, you could be a doctor. And she's like, well, maybe when I get big, I could be a mom. And they were like, Ooh, that's <laughs> awesome. Like they were just yeah, like, you know, awesome. that's, uh, you know, there's this this pressure of, well, they can't just do whatever this thing is because you want them to be, you know, succeed, quote unquote, you know, and those out of the box thinking uh, or out of the box careers cannot always feel like that up front. And I think that's uh, scary for a lot of people to embrace, you know, the non-traditional towards the end. But especially. I think we should not just embrace, not, I mean, maybe we just embrace it but not have to defend, right. you know, like we do something different, but that's the beauty of what we do. That's why we started it in the very beginning, you know, so that we could prepare our children for what God has called them to do. And again, I'm just, and we're gonna about out of time, but I just wanna encourage you moms to listen to your heart, you know, not just listen to it, but to make decisions based on that, you know, and just keep going back to that say in your heart of hearts you know my guts tell me my kids are not gonna my kids not gonna be a writer so you know i'm not gonna sweat or i'm not gonna make everybody miserable over this writing program because that's not what they're going to do you know you can still plug away at it or but if it's causing tears and you know that's not because your kids are the kids who are going to be writers don't cry over those programs you know they're the ones who are writing without a program you know, and I just think that if I can just encourage you moms to to listen to that part of you that that knows because you know your kids. Um, I think we've talked before that, you know, sometimes I think we need to accept what we know about our kids, you know, to, to say, I know my kid's not going to or my kid's bent is this and be OK with that and not say, oh, I got to change that bent because. I don't, you know, you can't make any money at it or that's not a very secure thing or like, how was my kid going to play the guitar for a living? Who knows? And maybe he never will. But why not use that 
to educate him, let him use that to not only fan his passions or to fan what he's interested in, but he's going to use that. He's going to learn. He's going to be reading. He's going to be doing the technical part of it. He's going to do learning to love. And then when he gets to this point where he decides to be a doctor instead of a musician, he's going to figure that out because he's going to, it's going to drive him as opposed to you trying to drive him. So, uh, mom, be thinking about hearts, not just Valentine's um, and letting your kids know how much you love them, even though you should this week. Um, make sure, you know, whether you make, you know, you purposely smile at your children or you do one of those fun Valentine's Day things because it's because Valentine's is on a Sunday. So it's not like you can ch use your school day, you know, cancel it and then have Valentine's Day. But maybe you use those Friday or Thursday or tomorrow to cut out hearts and write Bible verses on them that talk about God's love or, you know, phrases to one another or the ten, somebody wrote 10 things that they're thankful for or 10 things they love about dad or 10 things they love about grandma or whatever and send those and use Valentine's Day, this, this short season of love to, um, to guide your homeschool. And then in those other things, let your heart be your guide, you know, let your smile be your guide, not only for you, but for your children as well. And uh, have a have a great week, the rest of the week and have a great weekend. Happy Valentine's Day. And don't forget to smile. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Smiling Homeschooler. Hopefully you felt encouraged this week. Also, we just want to say thank you to Teaching Checks folks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They just released the 4.0 version of their curriculum, which includes a ton of new features. And you should go check out a free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.